0: Welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast, where we challenge the stigma associated with mental illness through conversations about a variety of issues impacting mental health. Here we bring you news, views, and interviews that intrigue, educate, and celebrate recovery. Leading us on this journey are the hosts of the Mind Vine Podcast, Daryl Mathers and Chris Bovey.
1: So, welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast, where you've been doing a series of ...episodes while we're here at the CAMI Mental Health Champions Award here at the Shaw Centre in Ottawa. We don't go on the road a lot. This is uh, usually once a year we go to a conference and this is uh, the place we chose this year. It's been a great event. Uh, My name is Daryl Mathers. I usually have my co-host Chris Bobe, but he's out doing something. But I have a couple great guests. We've got Brian Rose, who's uh, closely tied to Ontario Shores. He's uh, a forensic patient at one point in his life, peer support worker... And a face of mental illness for Cami, which we'll talk about a bit later. So welcome, Brian, and we have Fred Phelps, who's the Cami co-chair. Oh, sorry, Cami campaign chair for 2018. And uh, so welcome to you, Fred. As so well. glad
2: you uh, decided to take your second trip out to uh, out here.
1: Yeah, it's been great. It's been a great night. As I mentioned earlier, it's uh, it's a lot of fun to be around so many people that are so passionate about mental health and uh, a lot of great great conversations today and one of the ones i wanted to have is brian here is a member of your faces campaign that's uh i guess this is kind of his last official uh maybe event well, we, we, as a we still we
2: still got him till for a little while but yeah, yeah it's this is one of his last major uh events as a 2017 face of uh mental illness
1: so it's kind of like the end of the like, Miss America. Yeah, right yeah that's thing. exactly <laughs> it.
2: I don't know if viewers can, can see him, but uh, <laughs> he ain't no Miss America, but he's a super, super good guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the FACES campaign and, and uh, about Brian's and the role of his colleagues in the campaign? Uh, well,
2: for uh, for the Canadian Alliance Mental Illness Mental Health, um, FACES has been going on for a long time. Uh, and we have a great alumni list of people that are FACES of mental illness, but... When we began FACES, uh, it stigma, mental illness, and mental health was a, was a very big deal. Um, and uh, we che- chose to choose about five people each year to, to be a face of mental illness. And it's a, it takes a bold person to step into those shoes to, uh, to present themselves to the public, Canadian public, to parliamentarians, to uh, decision makers, to advance the issues of mental health on a national level. Uh, and we're, we're, we have a proud alumni base, and, and, and Brian is, is a current face, and he'll be a proud alumni after this year. Uh, and uh, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I think the faces have been, um, over the years, have really moved mental health forward on the national level. And I think uh, the discussions we're having with parliamentarians, the funding that's happening a National Mental Health Strategy, even the Establishment of Mental Health Commission of Canada, a lot of those can be drawn back uh, to the faces of mental illness. Uh, that have stepped forward and and really have put their face forward but more importantly their story forward uh and normalizing not not just you know depression and anxiety and 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 those are major mental health issues people deal with uh we're putting forward schizophrenia bipolar the major mental illnesses that uh sometimes are sidelined uh and, and don't come into the forefront of uh uh, of uh, dialogue in the forefront of community we set set those people aside and, You know we set those people aside and people like Brian have said we don't need to be aside We need to be front and center uh, and bringing mental health really in par when it comes to physical health And that's that's a big deal in Canada
1: Well from your experience Brian like participating in the campaign this year with with, uh, with, with four the people that I think you now consider are friends uh, what's your experience been like? What have you guys been doing? What like what kind of events have you been attending? That kind of thing.
0: It's been an amazing experience. I've uh, filmed a public service announcement in Toronto with CAMI. I've also been on Parliament Hill with CAMI to advocate for the Mental Health Parity Act. More research and more funding. Um, I've also done speeches on my own. Uh, through universities and colleges to bring up that awareness to talk about schizophrenia talk about some complex mental illnesses that are very difficult to talk about sometimes and my story
1: well we're quite familiar with your story uh, I mean we being Ontario Shores um, you you know you came through the forensic mental health system and it's an unfortunate story where you got help uh, because of tragedy that struck in in, in your life and I think we're all proud of how you have come through recovery and how you've chosen to live your life in recovery by being a face not just before this campaign but long before the campaign of of being being that face of recovery for people with uh, complex mental illness and I wonder Fred from your perspective when because you mentioned kind of that next level of awareness that we need to get to you know Brian's story you know as somebody who knows Brian and knows the story I mean I I have empathy, I have understanding, and, and all you have to do is is talk to Brian for a few minutes and you're like, I know I understand complex mental illness a little bit better, but as a public consciousness, we're not quite there. So I wonder, you know, when you see an application for somebody like Brian to, to, to join your campaign, is it... Uh, I don't know, a little more conversation maybe around that selection than previous years just because of the circumstances, or how does that process I don't, I look? don't know
2: if there's uh, more conversation. I think it, um, I think you're speaking directly about not criminally responsible due to mental disorder, yeah. just for the audience to, to understand. Yes. And uh, uh, for many Canadians, uh, there's an empathy and understanding when it comes to mental health, uh, but the connection to understanding that uh, mental illness. Uh, is is such that people aren't responsible uh, when they're when they're the throes of mental illness uh, uh, and and untreated or uh, not having access to the services uh, where they're they're they may commit a criminal act that that they're not responsible for Uh, and that's a that's a big thing for the public to wrap their heads around Uh, and uh I think Brian's Brian's story uh, really resonated with uh, with the selection committee of CAMI. Uh, we get uh, nominations from all across Canada uh, and uh, I really I think it really spoke to people uh, and uh, his uh, his recovery was evident in his application uh, and in his interview it was evident that he was ready to speak to Canada uh, and he was the right person uh, for the right face uh, to bring uh, not currently responsible due to mental disorder to into the mainstream and I think you hear way too often the negative stories that come to mental illness and mental health. We often hear the negative stories and we don't hear the positive stories. Uh, and his, his road to recovery and his ongoing recovery is a positive story. Uh, and uh, I, I, I would probably say it this way. Um, you know, someone has a, has a heart attack and, and veers off the road and kills a few people uh, in, in a car accident. We don't hold that person accountable to that because it's a physical, physical illness. Uh, but in some ways, we can't wrap our heads around uh, holding, not holding accountable people directly for their actions in the throes of, of, a, of a mental illness, in a psychotic episode, or a manic depressive episode. We don't, we don't, we don't hold people. Uh, we hold, we want to hold those people accountable. Very different to what we want to hold people accountable that may have had a had a physical piece, and so. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm uh, I'm very proud that Cami uh, took the step because it, it was it was a bold step. There are uh, uh, there are political forces out there that um, don't really see not criminally responsible to mental or don't they want they want to advance mental illness and mental health, but they don't want to advance uh, the recognition that people won't be criminally respons- held criminally responsible uh, if they're uh, uh, if they're truly experiencing mental illness, uh, and I think uh, that story needs to be told. Uh, and Brian was uh, the right person uh, and strong enough in his uh, recovery. Uh, and that was a very key piece for us, strong enough in his recovery uh, and, and have insight and uh, ready to, to, to tell a story.
1: Well, I think I mentioned it to you earlier. I commend Cammie for for taking that bold step because yeah. it's one that needs to be taken. We need to do more of it. I was, you know, obviously commend Brian for being at the center of it and sharing it, his story. But the truth of the matter is people... With schizophrenia and other complex mental illness, and maybe who we'll go down that NCR road, there was probably a moment in their life where we could have helped them. Yeah, you know, and all you know, there was probably several moments, and I know Brian's story quite well, um, and it's very similar. And maybe Brian sharing his story and and the route to his recovery, maybe helps another person who's. Who's Listen, going we have we road. have public
2: campaigns on cancer public campaigns and diabetes public campaigns on I uh, think of breast cancer even you know 20 years ago mm-hmm. you know a lot of people that experienced breast cancer had to live with that internally they mm-hmm. did, they, they did within their families they couldn't could be proud to say you know I have breast cancer it had stigma attached to it right yeah. uh, and it had stigma attached to it that didn't allow people to be I don't want to say proud, but I have breast cancer. I don't have nothing to hide about that. I have nothing to hide about that. It's, mm. it's a disease. Uh, and mental health, I think, is coming to that point where something like breast cancer was 20 years ago. We're just coming to that point of going, you know what? I, I have schizophrenia. Mm. I need access to treatment. Mm. And if I don't have access to treatment, I need organizations like CAMI pushing hard to ensure the federal government makes mental health on par with physical health. Mm. I, need, I need organizations on the provincial level pushing provincial governments to make mental health fund mental health access to mental health services uh, is is crucial mm. crucial to ensuring people have have a, a balanced re- rec- lives and recovery i mean that's that 's literally it i, I mean yeah, so I, I, think, I think Brian's story at different, at different times in his life, he, he sought services, had services and other services, times when he didn't have access to services, right? And so, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, Brian, I've been talking yeah, a lot here. I, uh,
0: I definitely fell through the cracks of the system, but um, to give back and to, to save lives now is so amazing to me. If I could affect one person just by sharing my story, it's worth telling. And that's the platform that Cami gave me, so I'm very thankful for Cami to give me this opportunity. But funding has to go back to government and things like that. Mental Health Parity Act, what we advocated for, and all that good stuff. So, yeah.
1: What's the journey been like for you, Brian? You know, you don't just come, you don't just Get to a stage in recovery and say I'm going to bare my soul with, it, you know, with essentially the world. Right? You Google Brian Rose now and schizophrenia, and I'm guaranteeing you're one of the top four search results. And you know, that's that's not easy to do. So what's it been like for you? How what's that process been like in getting to the point where we first talked about your journey to now? You're you were doing national interviews and part of a national campaign. What's that? What's happened like?
0: I've had to really make sure my wellness tools, tools were a go-to, um, looking after myself and going for long runs and things like that, showers, you know, looking after myself. And uh, it's, it's been tough at times when I get negative feedback, but when I get positive ones, it's, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good year. I had a lot of opportunity, a lot of doors opened up for me, and uh, I'm very thankful for Cami.
1: What's the relationship been like with the other Faces? I know you guys saw you. T- I've seen you a couple of times in the last year with uh, other members of the Faces campaign, and it seems like there's a little camaraderie. You guys, I guess, is there an inherent understanding of each other, even though your roads might be different and what you're dealing with is different, but it seems like you guys have a lot of similarities to draw from.
0: Yes, we did a filming in Toronto, a public service announcement, and we really had time to get to know each other and and bond and uh it was an excellent journey and uh now when we see each other we're like friends so it's it's really good and it's important
1: uh, fred back to the campaign there'll be yeah. another one coming up in a, I know the nomination period is closing in a couple of weeks yeah true. you'll be doing you'll be making an announcement sometime in the summer um maybe not specific to brian's situation but where do you see if it's not next year or the year after or sometime in the near future that we need to go with the campaign to push limits like is there another is there another area or topic or is it much the same that we have to keep keep driving i don't
2: think it's always pushing limits i think it's 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 uh promoting faces and i think um yeah there's always a there's always a pushing in the sense of um acceptance of, of of different levels of mental illness right and so uh um, I think society is, is, is getting to a point where mental health issues, depression, anxiety uh, are becoming more and more acceptable. Uh, but I think also the stronger uh, stronger mental illnesses that, that really affect and in some ways really affect people's lives and, and, and really change who they are when they're in the throes of that uh, is, um, is, difficult, is difficult for people to, to understand. And so I think uh, promoting people uh, that have major mental illness disorders, and ensuring that they have are able to present their face, and that recovery. Um, we live in a society where we're told all the time that happiness and everything is where where everything needs to be happy. You know, you just you, you have to. Uh, I don't know, not, not always be happy, but I think the realization that happiness is you don't always have to be happy. It's okay mm. to not be healthy uh, and, and, and healthy physically, healthy mentally and to seek treatment and to work to be a better self. And uh, I, I, I really think we just got to keep on pushing the, the fact that mental health itself needs to be treated on par with physical health. And and that keeping that dialogue going and pushing that forward, uh, I think I, I, I envision 20 years from now Mental health being where breast cancer was 10, 15 years before. Mm. But we, that, that came with a lot of work, you know, with a lot of work. And, that, and events like, like tonight where we, where we, we, uh, we celebrated champions, uh, faces, they keep on keeping pushing those forward. And I think if you looked at the dialogue around individuals from, say, 2000 to 2017 that were faces and their experience from 2000 to the experience of 2017. I think you see the growth mm-hmm. uh, of where and how both governments, individuals, uh, and communities treat people with mental illness and mental health.
1: Yeah, it's it's remarkable when you think about it. I think sometimes we focus on on where we need to go, which we yeah, you know, yeah, which you got to right, focus right? you got to right? focus
2: ahead. Sure. But you got to look and backwards. But
1: when I think about when I, you know, when I first got into mental health in 2006, where we were then, like yeah. scouring the newspaper, trying to find anything positive Anything about positive. And I mean, it,
2: we, we, we're not far away from yeah. housing people completely away from community that mm. we we're experiencing mental illness and mental health. Mm. We're not that far away, mm. you know? Mm. And so we have to keep that in mind and that, that momentum. we got to keep on pushing. And to be able in 2017 to put forward an individual NCR individuals A face of mental health and mental illness
1: mm.
2: 2000 I don't think that was possible Yeah
1: No I You know I, like I, we're
2: advancing you know, that We're advancing that That conversation
1: I wasn't sure it was possible In 2017 to be honest You know when I, you, I, know, you know it, Full disclosure I'm the one who nominated Brian <laughs> And because of our, his work With our hospital We've seen him grow And share his story And uh, You know I, I thought maybe You know the timing was right And I mean certainly The person was right I knew that but you don't Obvious, know.
2: Obviously, your nomination was correct, because we all agreed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but
1: uh, it's, it's reassuring to know that, that we are getting there, right? Yeah. Because uh, I think we do sometimes focus on uh, where we have yet to go versus yeah. where we've come from. And, and clearly, not only where Cammie's gone with the campaign, and, and to get to the point where you have Brian involved and, and other people with great stories. Uh, you know, Brian's moving on with his life, you know, yep. and he's making the most of it and and uh, now you're you know You're working in peer support and you've dedicated your life to helping people and uh, I think that's beyond commendable so yeah. um, So thank you very much Both of you is for coming on the podcast. This is Brian's second time on the podcast. So he's our first He's our first uh, second guest on the podcast. So Appreciate having you both. It's been a great night, and uh, thank awesome. you very much. Thanks for, thanks for coming. Appreciate it.